Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Predetermined, a pro wrestling hangout. I'm your host, Garrett Calendar, and with me, as always, the whole fucking team is here today. The Jimmy boys Fat. are back in town. We're all here. It's the first time in a while we've all been here together. Yeah, it's like Christmas in February. It's a gift to be with you guys, all of you guys. And really, I'll be honest, this is the most excited I've been in a minute to record an episode. There is something that we came across over the weekend. Oh, it's going to you're you're talking about all the stuff with Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes. Yes, I, yes, I can't wait to get into all of that carrot. Not exactly facts. Oh. Yeah. Facts. Um I, have you heard of uh the dark web? The dark web. I I saw that Chris Hemsworth movie that that dealt with it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm an expert. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that actually pretty much covers what we're doing. So there is the dark web where you can buy drugs and uh probably illegal pornography and humans. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's bad news bears on that <laughs> that dark web. But then there's a second dark web that you can actually get for $50 a year facts. <laughs> a darker web and it's only $50 a year? That's what yeah. I pay for uh some some streaming services. Well, that being said, it turns out it is also a streaming service. It's Fight oh. Plus. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's a pretty dark web. That is a dark web. But I, I pretty much stay to like my my GCW and my my slap fighting. I haven't really gone into the dark recesses. Are, are you guys saying that you ventured? Oh, so uh, let me give you the context here, facts, because I, I think the context here is important. So uh, Saturday night, I, I'd returned home from a work trip. Uh, my wife and daughter were away, so I watched. I'd watched a lot of wrestling that day, just just a lot, like. Uh, Two episodes of Rampage, one episode of Dynamite, a New Japan show, a documentary about China. Um, I watched a little bit of Slap Fighting, which is real sad. Guys, if you haven't watched Power Slap and you want to feel the deepest possible sadness for another human, do that. Do that. Because now they've gotten to the part of Power Slap where they're giving a background about these people that have decided to get slapped in the face. And let me tell you. Ooh. You're gonna you're gonna really question <laughs> why they decided to put this on television. Those are definitely some guys that know their way around the dark web for yes. sure. This is guys who don't know their way around a computer. Facts like this is I, it, this bums me out as a man who who has watched at least fifteen hours of slap fighting on Fight Plus. Mm -hmm. They do a really good job of not telling you anything about these people and letting you judge a book by its cover. And in slap fighting, I think that that might actually be the best way to view it. When you humanize these people, it really lets you know how barbaric this sport is. <laughs> they all they're all just doing it for their kids and particularly the kids they had with the first baby mama who's they're not in good terms with. <laughs> I wonder what the kids think about all this of like, yeah, well, dad's doing it for me. Do they get into that? <laughs> I would. I mean, if my dad was willing to get slapped for me, I'd be like, yeah, that's pretty if cool, they, dad. If there's one thing that the rest of my family tells about dad, it's that he's known for how good his decisions are. And <laughs> slap fighting is just one more example of that great decision making. <laughs> 
There's two things I do that my dad taught me. Eat my steaks well done and take a slap from a guy from the South. <laughs> but so, uh, so I'd watched a lot of wrestling, that day, but I decided my evening, I was like, I got nothing else to do this evening. I'm going to do some laundry, but and I'm going to watch some wrestling, more wrestling. And uh, I popped in. So Power Dad 5000 on Instagram, Sal, great guy, did a fundraiser for Jay Briscoe's family. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it was a video, VHS tape with the three um, Briscoe's FTR matches in a row. So I watched the first two of those. Goddamn, they're amazing. I think I'd been underrating number two, honestly, in my recollection, because that match is like, goddamn amazing. It's like 45 minutes and it's insane. Uh, and then Garrett texts me. He's like, hey, Ozzy's in bed. You want to hop? I'll, I'll hop on and watch the the wherever you're at. And I was like, oh, well, I'm about to, just about to start the dog collar match. So we watched the dog collar match together, which, got to tell you, it's still just as good as the first time. Um, frankly, in the context of all three of them, even more incredible because the, the progression in violence, you can see it happen over like two hours. It's incredible. Um, so Garrett and I are hanging out. We're like, oh, okay, we finished the tape. We finished uh, this great classic wrestling match. Uh, we get to talking about watching, th- you know, things we used to watch. We watch a little bit of PWG, a match that Garrett was at. Uh, Roddy Strong and Zack Sabre Jr., right? Yeah, I think it was at All-Star Weekend, and it was the one where Zack takes the title off Roddy after Roddy's had the belt for a couple of years or however long he'd had it. We had a good conversation about the unique environment of PWG and the fans. And then Garrett says to me, Chris, I, there's a short thing I want to watch because we were talking about what to watch next. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. He's like, I really want to watch MAGA Butcher against Dilfoy. Now, if I could just ask a quick question. Sure. Before you started watching or before Garrett made the suggestion, was there any talk of or overt ingestion of Dixie Crystal? <laughs> uh, just a little. Just a little, I admit. It, yeah. My penis was free. What was I going to do? Not shove some, <laughs> sub some, sub some Dixie Crystal up there? Someone pointed out, by the way, Dixie Crystal is sugar. That That is a thing. But... That can't be what he means here, because if he puts sugar on his halftime, what does that even mean? Unless halftime is a euphemism for doesn't. <laughs> so that's the thing I put. He he says he, Hardy says he doesn't put Dixie Crystal in his halftime, which to me is an implication that he's seen rich people do that, like that Shania Twain is just dropping Dixie Crystal all over her halftime, and he's seen that. Or I mean, again, like. Who brought up Dixie Crystals in halftime? I mean, it's it's just one of those things of like, you don't say, oh, you don't just casually like sit down to dinner and be like, hey, you know what? I never hit my kid. Like, <laughs> like wait, the, I didn't think that. But when you come in and just call attention to it, now I'm kind of thinking you probably hit your kid like earlier today. Well, so originally that text about Dixie Crystal was sent to us uh, by John Veron, who has been on the show multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and he sent me the, a link to actually purchase it and said, it's sugar, dumbass. And uh, as I sent you guys that, 
at the same time, both of you sent, I have no idea what halftime means, though. <laughs> and I think that that's kind of the brilliance of Hardy and maybe why Triple H booked him, because the lyrics do make you think. Uh, you know, you can't just it's not something that you're going to get everything on the first roll around. You have to listen to it five, eight, 27 times mm. before you even start to grasp what this man's been through, what he's talking about, you know. It's, so it's, I just I just quickly Googled Urban Dictionary halftime and there's not really a clear one. The first thing that comes up is like at a buffet when you take a break. But the one I'm, I'm gravitating to is the link number four, halftime talk, which it says the point halfway through a threesome when the two male participants change ends and discuss strategy, <laughs> which is just a perfect sentence. <laughs> he's not going to sugarcoat his halftime. Like he, he, he is, he's the fucking quarterback of this threesome. He doesn't need the fucking linesman's help. Like he's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exactly what Hardy meant. That's the only thing he could have possibly meant. It's clear as day. Oh it's the clearest God. sentence in recorded history. So Garrett and I are just, you know, we're, we decide Garrett wants to watch. It's time to watch Mega Butcher and Dilf Boy. And um, we turn it on. We find, again, it's on XPW, episode 33, available for free, not just on, actually on Fight Plus. If you have Fight, you don't even have to pay for this. This is free for the whole world. So you just need internet access. You just need internet access to watch this. Yeah, because a Fight account is free. I don't think you even need to to provide a payment source. Yeah. So you're telling me this wasn't on the dark web? This was just on the fucking internet regular? Like, No, it's still dark. As... It's still oh. dark, Garrett. Well, the content is, but like <laughs> <laughs> the same guy who knows how to get to MSNBC.com could also feasibly find this match. <laughs> Sorry. And presumably there are a lot of people searching for terms like MAGA, and Dilf and Butcher <laughs> in a Bing search in their Microsoft Internet Explorer browser and pro- probably finding this. Now, so here's what I was curious about. So I had envisioned in my mind that this incident took place in a wrestling ring. Same. Oh, oh see, now based on your conversation with Heater some weeks back, to me it was very clear that this did not happen in a wrestling ring. Interesting. I guess... I mean, I had seen a photograph, so I assumed kind of that it was in a a, a no-ring bar situation, but I didn't anticipate the location of the fight. I think that a lot more shocking things happened to us watching this, Chris, just taking in the surroundings. And and it was also kind of bizarre that it was clearly filmed intentionally for a TV show. That's the part I found surprising. Setting, of course, bizarre. But the fact that, like, the way especially, like, Heater described it, I thought this was going to be something like, you had to be there, this video will never get out, and here it is for fucking free on anyone with an Internet Explorer. <laughs> I thought, what, what I thought was fascinating, so so if you haven't seen the video out there, and again, I I can't recommend it more or less, not really sure. Um, either it's the best thing you'll ever see or the worst. And it's up to you. You have to be up for it. 
so the the first thing right is is maga butcher comes out and he just he just punches dilf boy just straight in the face yeah. <laughs> loud crack just and like... and you have to acknowledge this part chris because i did rewatch it because we talked over it i rewatched it full audio schlack is the commentator here he is and there is no the commentary because so and just to clarify what so you guys told me to watch this link so i watched it like an hour ago i did not watch it with you over the weekend and yeah, like that was one, like I have so many, like the episode opens up in the porn store. Um, he's talking about Juventud Guerrera. I don't know. There's a really long intro. And then it's like, like, I didn't even realize, wait, Schlack is the ring announcer? And the champion. And the, and, and the commentator. And the commentator. And there's a great scene in that intro video where Schlack just licks a, a large ice cream cone. Yes. That is maybe is. my favorite scene in wrestling history, honestly. It's I that. It's number one. <laughs> I get the impression that they probably pay Schlack, but they probably don't need to. He's just enjoying it. He's doing it for the love of the dark web. <laughs> the dark web is actually the only place you can find Schlack's album as well. <laughs> I still haven't listened to his CD because I don't know how to, to maneuver through the dark web. I need that Hemsworth knowledge. Got to watch the movie. <laughs> But go, yeah, I'm sorry. Go on, Chris. No, because I, I think my favorite part then is that Dilf Boy, perhaps logically, right, he runs away <laughs> <laughs> through it. And no, again, they're they're in like an enclosed, like ri- ring barrier, like enclosed tiny space right now. Ne- but you're right Seven next to the door. Feet. You can see the door of this place. And he sprints out of there. And then a man in a trench coat goes <laughs> and talks to Dilf Boy. Dilf Boy comes back. And with the audio on, I mean, the first punch, that it's a loud crack to the jaw, just a right to the jaw. There's a crack. And throughout, Schlack is not talking to the audience because the, the microphone is the PA system. But Schlack picks it up and goes, oh, shit, it's getting real. <laughs> and mm-hmm. when this guy comes back, you can hear MAGA yelling to the crowd, just hold on. I'm I'm teaching him a lesson. Like it isn't even like promo maga butcher. This is just I've got something to do tonight, folks. You're ha- you're here for it, but I'm teaching a man a lesson. And I don't know if we got to learn the lesson other than at the very beginning, Dilf Boy oversells so hard getting touched by maga butcher he fucking sean michaels him against hogan you know he's flying across the room and after that he just gets his fucking ass beat by an old man an old man with a very well manicured curly mustache which i was not <laughs> i did not like i'm not gonna lie at first i said wait i i i thought maga butcher was necro butcher who's this guy Who's this Williamsburg liberal in here beating up Dilf Boy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, in fact, you so I want to ask, where do you think this took place? Okay, so when you first during the entrances, you can see very clearly there's a concession stand mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. one side. However, that appears to be where the camera is because then for the majority of the actual uh, event it's pointed in the other direction and it appears to just be like a storefront 
And it looks like there's things like, again, it might be for the actual wrestling. Like there's like fluorescent light tubes, but it honestly looks like the way that when you walk by, like um, this pharmacy closed and in three weeks, it's going to reopen as a CVS. It kind of had that vibe. Why there's a concession stand, I I don't know. So here's my guess. I think it's the porn store. And uh, I think that they have concession stands there because sometimes when people are just really going at it, giving it to themselves, helping themselves to a piece of themselves in one of those booths in the back of the porn store, they need a... You know, they need a soft pretzel that's been spinning for a while and maybe a, a you know, a, a, a Coke fountain soda. So I think it was the back of the porn store. Now, you aren't wrong. It is kind of like when you give blood, you need an orange juice afterwards exactly. to re replenish. And this is, yeah, you need a you need a Coke and some peanut M&Ms. I like the logic of that fax. And it's also a place where if that were true, you would be OK with a little bit of light tube broken and maybe some blood on the floor. You just maybe accept that. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, Daddy. Chris and Garrett uh, fell down a deep dive, <laughs> finding out where we were. Um, well, first off, we'll tell you we're in Rochester, New York. We're in Rochester, oh, New York. Okay, a, a place I visited num- a number of times. I've, I used to go there every summer as a child. Never saw go. one single Dilf boy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Schlack is one of my cousins, though. Oh, fucks. No, so no, Cage Match, Cage Match calls it an arena, right? It says the arena where this is taking place, which is a hilarious term. The arena where this is taking place, Fax, is called American Cheeseburger. Okay. Now, you might ask yourself, why? What could that possibly mean? Is well, it no, like I'm asking? Why is a porn star called American Cheeseburger? <laughs> That's because it, it's a place that sells cheeseburgers. Hmm. Yes. You can eat you can eat food there. You can they're cooking food in the back. What like at the exact same moment that uh uh Dilf Boy is trying to headbutt Maga Butcher and um so, so I, and, I, and gets laughed at. While while you're while you're watching that facts you can get uh an american cheeseburger 7.95 hmm. um a glazed donut burger for 9.95 that sounds nice that's a maga butcher special right there yes and here's my favorite a deep fried cheeseburger which is 6.95 how so, is that cheaper because they're making it worse for you yeah okay. they you don't have the money to eat the american cheeseburger you can have same burger, same ingredients, but we're going to make it wet and greasy. Uh, it's going to be worse. It is going to be inedible. And you will pay us $1 less to save a little coin. I, I guess I guess it makes sense, you know, with that crowd. I, I do have more questions, though, about this venue. So it was the because I only watched the one segment and, and the, the intro. Mm-hmm. Is the rest of the episode also at this American burger establishment? No, so it seems that there's a mix of matches from like the actual arena uh, uh, arena again, what a great word. Um from the more like club shows and these tapings they seem to do 
at American Cheeseburger because they tape like five matches and they spread them out. You can't give them you can't give the fans all of the American Cheeseburger matches in one episode. Sure. No one will come back. But of the matches at American Cheeseburger, are any of them in a ring or are they all in that little entrance area? They're all in the entrance to American Cheeseburger with about 15 fans. Yes, with about 15 fans um, who look. And there's actually, there's another one we watch where there's definitely a child. Which well, it's probably just Schlack's posse. And that right. child is just really hard. <laughs> Do you, like, future is- slap fighter, that kid. <laughs> I'm here to make my dad proud. He, the dad is Schlack. Do we know that Schlack isn't the manager of American Cheeseburger and that's why it's happening here? Great question. It is... It, it's so bizarre. They are fighting in such a small space. Mm. And there is broken glass. You can see that there's blood on the floor. Fuck, Maga Butcher enters from the kitchen shirtless. <laughs> like, and that's gonna... not a pretty sight, just to be clear. For anyone who hasn't seen it, Maga Butcher without a... Sh- like, if, if Maga Butcher came out of a pool with no shirt, I'm not getting in that pool. <laughs> i actually just came up with the uh the the evolution of maga butcher from here he is going to get woke and a japanese girlfriend and he will become manga butcher uh, or manga butcher and uh he, he he's gonna be way more palatable to a larger audience um you can although you you can by the way at american cheeseburger acquire freedom fries yeah, if you're wondering where Maga Butcher is headlining a Dilf Boy beatdown, it is in a place that still sells Freedom Fries. <laughs> I mean, it's it's in the the South Carolina district of Rochester, New York. <laughs> Would you like to hear a couple uh, Yelp reviews of American Cheeseburger before we get them shut down? Sure. Um, let's see. Let's start with. I wonder okay. if there's one in Philadelphia, Mississippi. <laughs> Uh, here's one from Matt A. Fairport, New York. One star. Waitress, 31 years old, blonde hair, pink highlights. Insisted there is no public restroom. My husband and I were just trying to get some food. Will never come again. Um, let's see. Morgan S. from Kingsville, Texas. Was forced to leave the last time I stopped by because a fight broke out and did not receive food after buying it. When I stopped by the next week, the manager refused to own up for it the next week when we came by. Scummy to take someone's money and not make an effort. Do you happen to think this was at the Dilf Boy show? Yes, they were getting, they didn't realize they were getting a free wrestling show. That was the deal. Yeah, well, and even that first one was clearly just necro butcher just blowing up the bathroom for like 45 <laughs> minutes at a time and they're like listen if we don't let this couple use the bathroom they're probably not coming back if we let them use the bathroom after necro butcher they're never coming back <laughs> they're telling all their friends about it there'll be legends about this place and not in the good way in the dark web way facts would you eat a cheeseburger from the 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 place where I watched um, Buffalo Bill get syringes stuck in his his cheeks because we did watch some other matches from this place. Facts. We uh we actually 
honestly had a nice little time watching some XPW. <laughs> so I, I'm conflicted for a couple of reasons is that um, my instinct is say no, but most of the food in Rochester is quite good. So, I mean, Rochester's a good eating town, so it's, it's probably excellent. But also because of that, it's a competitive market. Mm. I know the alternate Rochester uh, burgers, maybe some some Zwaggles, get some Red Hots and some White Hots. Uh, I don't know. Admittedly, the main Rochester famous food is something called a garbage plate. Yeah. Um, which is basically a, a burger or a hot dog or multiple uh, on top of like macaroni salad and, and home fries and beans. Now, American Cheeseburger does have their own version of that, which is called an American Dream Plate. That's two cheeseburgers, two sides with meat sauce, mustard, and onion. Um, but I, again, unless your dream is... Now, is the sauce and- made of meat? Is that, is it like, like meat sauce, like, like spaghetti and meat sauce? Is that the way Dusty would have liked it? Uh, it's it's Slack, Slack specialty. Well, I was going to say, I, Meat will not tell you Jimmy what. Lloyd's XPW name. <laughs> I also feel like Delph Boy probably wasn't paid for this, but they were like, you can you can Lady in the Tramp a deep fried burger with Schlack after the show. <laughs> they, they kind of uh, did the, he got what, do you remember in, um, fuck, the wedding singer, when he's teaching that old lady how to sing and she pays him by putting two meatballs in his hands. Sure, yeah. Schlack ladles a couple <laughs> couple things of meat sauce into Delph Boy's hands. Is that <laughs> shit running everywhere? The American Dream Plate, the American Dream Plate, it's only, it's only the dream for Buffalo Bill who just, who really enjoys the diarrhea afterwards. It's that's, he, he loves, he likes the feeling. He's like, stick a syringe through my cheek and stick enough garbage through my body that I'm just I'm just shitting for three hours. Well, it, it actually is a wrestling thing going from, from, from Dusty to Cody that every American dream turns into the American nightmare <laughs> shortly after. I'll tell you, there's there's nothing more uh, wrestle-friendly than a deep-fried cheeseburger. Like, this is a restaurant that knows its audience. They're here to watch people bleed and maybe have a heart attack. <laughs> just, <laughs> Yeah. Now, Fax, did you watch the Jimmy Lloyd match we, we told you as well? Uh, I, I didn't. I was kind of, I was like with dinner with my wife by the time I got that link. Yeah. You oh, were able to eat after watching this? Like you were, <laughs> yeah. did it leave you with an appetite? You're like, you didn't even know, but you were hungry for a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, wait, is there some meat sauce coming? No, no, I did have a little refractory. Um, I am going to, to Mexico in, in a little over a week. So I actually, I, I, turned off maga butcher threw on a quick video on mexico city taco tours and then my <laughs> wife made tacos so i was I, I had that full refractory would so that was kind of the the youtube video on tacos was your palate cleanser between so you could wash the taste of maga out of your mouth <laughs> exactly you cannot get tacos in american cheeseburger there's there is a taco <laughs> section of the menu but it's blank <laughs> <laughs> they want you they want you to think about having a taco and then go no we don't do that here this is where maga butcher is we well, cannot and, serve tacos and they had to pull it back it used to just say ethnic food and then the only thing there was the deep fried cheeseburger <laughs> um but so the jimmy lloyd match which is on episode 10 if anyone's looking for an evening 
So Jimmy Lloyd wrestles the Buffalo Bill guy before he gets really creepy. In, so, in um, Rochester. Yeah. In Rochester, in the, little, in the little area. Um, in the place where I assume tables normally are at American <laughs> Cheeseburger. I do feel like we're moving right past this. So just XPW is just headquartered out of Rochester. Is this a... Th- I, I feel yes. like this is, is not what I expected based on the previous generation of XPW. Well, we're I in... guess that's where Rob Black had to move after they kicked him out of California. He's <laughs> like, where can I go? Basically, like witness protection, Rochester, New York. <laughs> it's also the only restaurant he's allowed to eat in because everybody else saw the vice duck. <laughs> they yeah. reserve the right to refuse service to anyone, Fex. Sure. They're not letting... Rob Black into Dinosaur Barbecue. They have standards there. <laughs> Fucking standards, okay, guys? He, they, he cannot, he is not allowed to eat their delicious pulled pork. God damn Even it. like a Bob Evans. They're not gonna, that's not gonna fly. Also, I feel like I need to apologize to you guys because I, this is kind of a theme throughout the history of Predetermined that I would stumble upon something, we would collectively say, this is bad, and then Garrett insists on taking a deeper dive into the thing that everybody says we shouldn't be watching in the first place. Mm-hmm. And uh, here we are in XPW country, guys. Um, do we condone it? No. Do we like cheeseburgers? Yeah. So it's really confusing. <laughs> Love yeah, and that's why I don't recommend you watch it on Fight. Find the dark web version on Bing. Because um, that way there's no revenue, ad revenue trickle back to Rob Black. But. If the, you don't get the ad revenue trickle back, how is Jimmy Lloyd going to buy another pack of cigarettes to smoke in the kitchen at American Cheeseburger? Is that something that actually happened during the match? Because I, I would believe it. He he does not, on camera, smoke in the kitchen at American Cheeseburger. But, I mean, come on. Um, he uh, does <laughs> he does give the, the, the Mr. Buffalo Bill hard body, whatever he's called, um, a one-winged angel through a pane of glass. In the mm-hmm. middle of the restaurant, mm-hmm. um, which I can't imagine was good for the ability of someone to like walk into that restaurant the next day. That one winged angel is actually in the opening credits of his other show on fight called you're cooking with a different boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and I feel like, you know, again, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I read the, the Eddie Guerrero biography and like, you know, when Art Barr died, he took over the the fro- frog splash from him, you know, once he felt that he was worthy of it a little bit. So, I mean, imagine if anyone's worthy of the one winged angel, it's, it's Jimmy Lloyd, right? It's Kenny and Jimmy. They're like, right, you know, right. two peas in a pod. Jimmy's clearly the natural heir to Kenny Omega. Yeah. If <laughs> he's, yeah, he's young, you know, he's a young boy. He, can you imagine Jimmy being a young boy over in new Japan and the little black <laughs> drugs? <laughs> and fucking if if Kenny Omega injured Chris Jericho giving the one wing angel where Jericho never wants to take it again. Can you imagine what the fucking body felt like? taking? <laughs> I think that was the guy's name. The Buffalo Bill guy was the body. Uh, yeah. But yeah, taking that shit through a pane of glass at the fucking cheeseburger store in Rochester. It is a uh, God damn guys. Like what have we found and why? Have haven't I already watched every episode? This guy, the body that we saw again. This is episode ten with Jimmy Lloyd, thirty three with MAGA. We continued watching, and the body shows up. His gimmick now is he's Buffalo Bill, 
He came out in a Buffalo Bills jersey, but his promo after the match, he's doing the Buffalo Bill like, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. While putting <laughs> lipstick on. And as the camera pans down, his dick is tucked between his legs. Sure. This is the kind of stuff you don't get in NXT 2.0. I, if you're looking for a different kind of wrestling, this is it, guys. This is it. Yeah, if you've been waiting to watch a man get hit with a light tube while wearing fishnet stockings and lipstick and a Buffalo Bills jersey, importantly, this is the show for you. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I I didn't see this segment, but I I was probably only halfway through the opening theme when I I realized, because I don't know about you with the, the UI for me on fight. It doesn't actually give me the episode numbers. It just gives me the date. So I had to find the episode. So I saw, oh, they publish an episode every week. And midway through the credits, I'm like, oh, man, I don't know why I'm not watching this every week. (laughs) (laughs) And there's good people on this show. That's part of the weird thing. Uh, We watched we watched a a tie of Valkyrie match. She was good. She didn't didn't quite go as hardcore. The other lady was very hardcore. She took a gusset plate to the back. Taya like kicked a gusset plate into this lady's back. And Taya did get her butt scratched up a bit because, you know, she is throwing this other lady through glass. So there is some residual glass to Taya. But for some reason, Taya's going there. I mean, that show was in Pomona. So I'm wondering if it's like people who live in L.A. that it's easy to get them to make the hour drive up to Pomona. Yeah, but I watched that women a little bit of the women's tournament. Chelsea Green wrestled the daughter or like niece or she's the anyway she's related to supreme who was the original one of the original kings of the death match from xpw um and uh they had i mean they didn't again it didn't get they they did a brawl like the chelsea glean was not doing panes of glass (laughs) what i heard lady looked like she was willing to take it if she if chelsea green was like i'm gonna throw you some glass she'd be like sure what I heard in that basically was that nepotism isn't just in the the business world. It is also in the deathmatch world. If you, you can, uh, you know, be born into this as well. By the way, I, did, I don't know if either one of you looked at upcoming events XPW is hosting. Because I, I was just curious to see if it's just a list of like every Tuesday in Rochester. Um, and it's not. Um, <laughs> interestingly enough, the second one listed is in newark new jersey in march uh it's actually i looked chris it's it's not far from my place that's where i watched the the schlack versus drake younger match it there's a night it looked like there was a nice little balcony for you to stand in so you don't have to like get the shit on you you can avoid it pretty well and watch people get pretty gross yeah, and I, I would imagine they'll probably b- bring some deep fried cheeseburgers to, to sell at the concession stand. <laughs> Those travel well. <laughs> it yeah, it just mean, it seals the juices within, is the thing. <laughs> Rochester's only probably about seven and a half hours from here. <laughs> <laughs> we found I, I, facts. I think we found a new like we got the Buffalo Wild Wings parking lot. We got Boot in New Jersey and. I do think we all kind of want to see some wrestling in a cheeseburger restaurant. Yeah, and, and I see in 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 episode 34, which I don't know if you guys saw the episode, but in the YouTube like static <laughs> image before you play, I see Enzo in it. Enzo Amore. In the restaurant? 
Yeah. Flipping burgers? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, NZO appears like he's in XPW. I will the say one thing who? I don't like about this new, this um, Newark show is the tickets appear to start at fifty dollars. Well, they only sell fifteen, Chris. We've already established <laughs> that, and they pay the boys. That's why Dilf Boy got his ass beat. He didn't pay the boys. <laughs> so here's here's the list of people. Although I will say, by the way, I don't know if you, I'm looking the front row is almost sold out already. I mean, it's like some of these smaller GCW shows in Boonton, you can get front row day of. But uh, I don't know. XPW is doing business, guys. They're the future. For a mere $80, we can sit front row to watch Schlack, Masada, Ludark, Shaitan. She's the lady. She's the the violent deathmatch mass lady. Um, Drake Younger, Sage Sin Supreme. That's Supreme's Again, kid or relation. Maga Butcher, Cat Martini, whoever that is, Jasmine St. Clair, of course. Um, why else? Why where wouldn't Jasmine St. Clair be? Um, the body and Big F and Joe. Mm. Mm. Big F and Joe did that deathmatch tournament with no um no pants on. And what did he have? He had like no knee pads, no he was he was bumping gross. I think he was just doing it in like tidy whities facts i think we got to do this because if we get the front row ringside seats not only do we get a poster we get early entry spelled e-n-t-r-e-y so that's (laughs) definitely special and a meet and greet with who it it does not say but honestly does it matter it's gonna be dill boy it's gonna be dill boy but but we get to just crack him right in the skull as hard as we can. <laughs> by the way, you guys went right by the, like we didn't talk about. It. There's also lots of headbutting of Dilf Boy. Yes. Kicking. I mean, we don't like honestly. It's probably best we don't talk about it too much. You know, from a liability standpoint. Yeah. No, you're not wrong though. Like there are points where Dilf Boy throughout seems to act like it's still pro wrestling. Like he's trying to throw like forearms and the neck so it doesn't hurt Necro Butcher, I guess. And then Necro Butcher just like stands back and just like crack right one in the jaw and then he falls down again. And then Dilf Boy, like a couple minutes later, will get up, start chopping his chest. I'm like, motherfucker, do you only know fighting from pro wrestling? That doesn't do anything. You are in an actual fight now. You are getting punched. Quit chopping this guy. And the, the fans are chanting, "We're sick fucks," um, <laughs> as this is happening. And then, and then the other guy comes in, and it's unclear. And the crowd has no idea who he is. And it's unclear: is this part of the the booked match that he's supposed to be running in, or is he like actually cares about human life? And is trying to protect <laughs> this little wounded bird that is Dilf Boy. I love you, Dilf Boy. <laughs> here's here's the other thing that keeps bothering me about Dilf Boy. It's that he's both a Dilf and a boy, yeah. which doesn't really make a lot of sense. I think you got to be a Dilf man. If you're going to be a Dilf, I think it's time to be a man. Well, obviously he isn't a man. He said that he he went in there and still played pro wrestling with a guy who was beating his ass. Then like honestly, I, you should you shouldn't be a dilf then. You know, you shouldn't you shouldn't be a you shouldn't be a, a dad. Anyone would like to fuck if you can't 
be a man too. Well, you know? the DILF is in the eye of the beholder, man. Like it's a, it's a, a DILF is subjective, you know, like who really want, I mean, is there anyone who says, who looked at that man and said, he's my DILF? Really? Anyone? The person who wants him is their DILF. Let's, let's be fair. It's a lady slap fighter, Chris. <laughs> it is. <laughs> A lady slap fire who just loves the cheeseburgers in Rochester. We have now talked about Dilf Boy going on 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, I feel like I could continue talking about this because this is the best shit I've seen. We have recorded, I think this is our 30th episode together since the relaunch of predetermined mm-hmm. which doesn't, doesn't that seem like that's flown by 30 weeks yeah. of doing this that's, yeah yeah i, I kind of can't remember what my life was like before it it yeah you're right it just kind of feels like this is what we were already doing uh now the world just gets to hear it some yeah. there's somebody in spain that weekly listens to this hello spain person uh <laughs> I'm glad that you get to hear about Dilf Boy. Welcome to America. It's weird. <laughs> or as you might know him, uh, Nino de Dilf. <laughs> I mean, look, I watch uh, that. I told you I watched a lot of wrestling on Saturday. Uh, tai Chi versus Will Ospreay was fucking great. But I don't remember that match nearly as well as I remember watching Dilf Boy get punched in the face. <laughs> this is a special attraction match that brings in viewers. Because you know what? I probably wasn't going to watch the weekly XPW TV series. But if they're sprinkling matches like this in, who fucking knows what could be next? There's more, gonna I think fight- there's more from the taping, Garrett. There's more matches from American Cheeseburger. They haven't aired yet. And so, and and I'd love to know, and and I don't know if they do guys work multiple times per taping, but like, so Necro Butcher, or sorry, Maga Butcher (laughs) is an out and out baby face with this crowd. He comes out to Born to be an American, where at least, uh, no, whatever that song's called, Born to be an American. Proud to be an American. American, Whatever. I haven't heard that one in a while. It might be called God Bless the USA. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Don't know. It's that song. But like fans are singing along. Everyone's super into it. Like, is he always a huge baby face? Is well, in he only certain... a huge baby face in Rochester? Is he only a big baby face against Dilf Boy? What's he, the deal? He plays well in Jersey too. So, yeah, I mean, Newark. Newark is a big MAGA MAGA area, as you've probably heard. He he's selective of the towns he runs because that he wasn't in Pomona. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> He didn't make the trip to the Pomona show, but that's only because he's not allowed on airplanes. <laughs> it's it's a shame with Necro Butcher doing this gimmick. It's I really feel sad that New Jack is no longer with us because that would be one hell of a payoff. Fuck, if New Jack were still around fucking dilf boy wouldn't live to see his next match true that actually necro maga butcher and, and new jack would probably be fast friends it's like i started this thinking it was pro wrestling it turned out it was like a middle eastern beheading video it uh it was it was fucked up 
oh shoot, New Jack's got a scythe. <laughs> In the middle of the cheeseburger restaurant, you know that guy's head would just be laying there the next day as would come in to get a cheeseburger. They'd be like, oh, they haven't cleaned up again. Schlack always says they promise to clean up, but my fucking regulars have to walk through a pile of glass to get their deep fried cheeseburger. <laughs> God damn it. Well, that's actually why the deep fried cheeseburger costs less, is it's actually made with human meat. <laughs> you can, I, I will point out, you can't get just a deep fried cheeseburger. You could also get deep fried Pop-Tarts. Hmm. That actually does sound kind of delightful. <laughs> you can get the uh, the peanut butter bacon burger. And also, I, I do need to bring this up because you mentioned the garbage plate. That doesn't seem like a thing a city would be like super proud of. Kind of like when St. Louis gets a little cocky about their signature dish being uh, toasted raviolis. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like, just say nothing. Say nothing at that point. Uh, but if you go to Rochester's tourism website you know we're big fans on this uh this podcast of visiting the tourism pages of Boonton, rochester anywhere that we're interested in there is a guide to the rochester garbage plate on the board of tourism website it is a and it's not like a flattering photo of it like it seems like they're like you see this is what you get taken on an iphone 4 Six years ago, we're posting it on here, and uh, this is what it looks like in real life, too. Yeah. Well, so it actually wasn't taken that long ago. When you get to Rochester, your phone has just turned into an old Blackberry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Chris. By the way, let's Co- lead out West Virginia wild. Wonderful. Visit <laughs> West Virginia Tourism Board for more info. <laughs> I have Use a couple promo more. code predetermined for 50 cents off your first Buffalo Wild Wings order. I have a couple more Yelp reviews I want to read in this place. <laughs> no one's I getting, ready to, I getting ready to ask you about Cody Rhodes, but I'm way more excited to hear these. <laughs> Jenna Lee says tater tots were too salty. The burger meat smelled old and the taste was off. And the girl at the cashier was rude. It was probably that 31-year-old girl with pink hair. Yeah. Very specific age. The meat smelled old. Mmm. Yum. Max uh, E. I'm literally disgust. I think he means disgusted with this surface. <laughs> uh, sorry, continue. That's why I, that's the one I was going to, too, but I think they, that, that one's too long, honestly. Um, I, I, I'll talk about Cody Rhodes. <laughs> We'll, we'll gracefully transition here. I mean, oh. if we have to. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh, what's the code man up to is they used to call the cousin on step by step. Mm-hmm. That does sound like a role that someone from WWE would play. Like the Miz would be the cousin on step by like The Miz is going to have six, uh, six episode arc as the cousin on step by step. On USA. I... I'm in like, you know, I'm in on the Miz. The Miz is the Miz is my guy. I'll watch a movie with the Miz. I'll watch a reality show with the Miz. I will watch a reboot of step by step with the Miz as the code man. You know, the USA is doing terrible right in the ratings. I think they should just reboot all the TGIF shows with WWE people in prominent roles. I think they should do that. 
I've got a theory about this. I don't know if you guys saw that the, the recent report is that Nick Khan said that, that WWE will be sold within three months. And if you look at it, like three months from now, it's a little less than three months to WrestleMania. And I feel like that's the litmus test is like, because if Vince still owns this company and has no agreement in place with anyone else come that morning of WrestleMania weekend, there's no way Cody's beating Roman. Well, see, I don't know. I again, I think I think Vince likes Cody. That's what he's pretending to do until he breaks his back at WrestleMania. Like <laughs> Vince breaks his back with his sledgehammer that he used to break Triple H's throne. You thought it was funny to go out there and fuck around and build a new company? This is what you get. You're going to die on the grandest stage of them all in front of everybody. And watch this. Enzo, every wrestler ever is in the back. Enzo Amore, pee on him. Pee on him. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Could, like, it does sound like you're turning Cody into a real Dilf boy here. And <laughs> I don't I don't see Roman being able to do that. Now, now, Roman? MAGA Butcher comes out. <laughs> at, that po- at that point, it looks like some random guy has hopped the barricade. Like, you know, this is this is a stranger. Why is he shirtless? Look at these tattoos. People are when he hops the when MAGA Butcher hops it. Anyone that's sitting in the room with me that isn't a regular wrestling fan will be like, that's what wrestling well, fans look well, like. There, there, <laughs> there's no way if you've got Cody Rhodes in on one side of the ring. Roman Reigns on the other side of the ring and then shirtless MAGA Butcher rolls in that they both look at him and go, oh yeah, he's a peer of ours. <laughs> <laughs> Who in the back of WWE has worked with him? Besides uh, somebody there. I mean, question. he wrestled ROH, right? Maybe Adam Pierce? Yeah, Maybe a little Steen? bit. Not Evan Owens? Steen probably, right? I could see it. He did a lot of stuff in the Northeast. Maybe not Ring of Honor, but yeah, they probably at least crossed paths. Generico. You gotta send somebody out there to talk him down. <laughs> after after he's done the murdering. Because <laughs> there's a lot of wrestlers that could easily take down uh you say MAGA, I say MAGA. You know, potato, potato. Uh <laughs> so the butcher could easily be taken down by half that roster. But not Austin Theory. <laughs> uh, apparently, you know, he's apparently wrestled Roderick Strong. That was the thing that happened. Ooh. It, Meltzer gave it four and three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Cody. Cody Rhodes. Talk about Oh, Cody. Well, an I, hour just, in. I, I, think, I think that people have been really, like, overdoing the comparison like the comparison to Cody Rhodes as like Blue Tista um and Sami Zayn as Daniel Bryan I think is an absurd comparison are people saying that I have seen people be like this is just the same why can't people why can't they just go with Sami Zayn in the main event of WrestleMania and while I, I wouldn't disagree you could absolutely main event WrestleMania with Sami at this point if you wanted to Cody's story revolves around the title and Sami Zayn's doesn't and Daniel Bryan's story like the problem with the Daniel Bryan story was that the only satisfying conclusion was him winning back the title that was the end point of the story they had started in the fall that's not the case with Sami Zayn the end point of Sami Zayn's story is him beating Roman Reigns but it doesn't have to be for the title nor does it have to be at Wrestlemania 
I think they and, should do a match against each other. I, I, I think and, Roman and I would say should win. The end point has to be Roman Reigns acknowledging Sami Zayn, right? And using exactly. that language. So it doesn't even necessarily need to be a wrestling win. But I think that the, the other thing hanging over it is, and like, this is going to almost, it's going to feel like a joke saying it, but it's it's so weird that it's not, is that there's a very realistic possibility that the month after WrestleMania, WWE will be owned by the Saudis. Mm-hmm. That's a real thing. Like, it might not be the Saudis. It, there may not be an deal, but like, there may or even be an agreement in place. Like, th- like the WWE people didn't just like up and down say it was ridiculous. They basically walked back and said, "No, no, no. There's no deal yet." That's all they said. Not the biggest thing where you're like, "Oh yeah, this, this you know Syrian guy that's been really critical of of the Saudis. They're gonna make him champion." when you know vince and the crown prince are putting things up their penis holes every other weekend (laughs) small animals (laughs) worms it's a party various minerals really anything that hardy can sing about that can be crushed (laughs) into a powder has been in (laughs) it's been in a penis hole over there they they actually buy weapons of mass destruction and then grind them into a fine powder and then shove jam them up their penis holes. Yeah, I don't know. I just I've, it's I feel like it's been just weird. I feel like WWE fans have been so abused over the last decade that there's just no. I I think they're doing fine. I think Sammy Sammy turning on Roman main evented the pay per view. Yeah, it's not like Sammy's getting buried. I, it just seems to me like this is they well, learned from that other situation, and Cody miraculously is insanely over. I, I don't get it either. Exactly, I didn't know. I, I mean, to be fair, maybe I do get it. the uh, The angle where Cody is fighting for the honor of his dad is like the best angle Cody has. I don't know what he's got after this. Well, and the other this thing- is a good one. And the other thing is, like, Cody wasn't away for a long time because he was making the movies, right? As much as he probably would love to. He was gone because he was hurt. And, like, again, Batista was going to be gone shortly after WrestleMania. Kind of everyone knew the deal. Like, he wins the Rumble. He's going to lose at Mania against somebody. And then he's gone again. Um, Cody's not going to be. Like, Cody signed a long deal. He's here for a while. Yeah, I think Cody, again, I don't know if I'd have believed it if you told me a year ago, but I think Cody is the guy that you use the rub of someone beating Reigns. I I think it makes sense to me, honestly. Uh, Weird as that sounds. Well, and I think we've all seen, you're not, if not Cody, then who, right? Like, like, this is like, at, at this point, clearly The Rock is waiting to dethrone Jade Cargill for her more impressive record. It's a good point. So, so she's off the table for Roman. Um, so, I mean, but again, like who are you getting bigger than Cody? I, it get, it's literally, it's, it's him. It's Cody or next year it's Logan Paul. Like that's actually kind of the truth. And I am excited for the Logan Paul Cody match, but I do want to say as far as this being the same as the Batista thing, I don't, it's not exactly the same, but I think it has been so long 
at least i mean i haven't watched wwe like actively weekly in a very long time but this seems to be the most like naturally like this this storyline just materialized like fans like naturally got behind a guy and it just worked so well and it was a months long storyline that just so happens to be seem to be reaching its conclusion right at fucking wrestlemania season so i think that's why it's like you have this really good story that is how often can you say wwe's had a good story and it's and to butt it up right against wrestlemania where every fan is like that's where this is headed but it is kind of curious that well i don't think it's quite like it is like why would they have done that Right. Like why make it like you could have made it more about like Jey Uso and Sammy earlier on, but it was pretty explicitly like Roman's the one running this. They made it more about Sammy and Roman. So it's like, why do you do that if you're not going to do that match? And it is WrestleMania season. But they are going to do the match. They're going to do it in Montreal in front of all Sammy's fans. But like, you know, he's going to lose. Yeah. And I think that's the hard thing about it is, yeah, you could have him, I guess, if even if he lost at WrestleMania, like people would be bummed, but we know he's going to lose at WrestleMania because they're already building fucking Cody versus <laughs> Roman Reigns. So I, don't know, I think he hugs, I think he hugs, I think at the end he and he reunites with Owens in Montreal and it's like the anti, I'm like wearing a Survivor Series 97 shirt right now. It's like the anti Montreal screwjob. It's the flip. It's the Montreal love job. I, I, I think there's a very small but non-zero chance that they go attitude era on this one, have Sammy win the title, and then have Roman literally win it back the next Monday or the next Friday and still do the Cody match. They could. Because at this point, what's the difference of one month between like title reigns and history? That crowd would lose their fucking mind. It, well, and, and then you like, straight back to where you were next Friday on SmackDown. You're right. Like, it, who's going to... But, I mean, but by the same point, CM Punk beating Cena in Chicago basically made CM Punk an upper, 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 never not going to be... in Unless he does something stupid like bite Kenny Omega, he's, <laughs> he's never going to not be a, like a first ballot Hall of Fame, one of the all-time greats. And it was that that night. I know CM Punk's done a lot of stuff. It was all that night. Like Sami Zayn, if he can get that, that's a forever moment that Sami Zayn is literally a forever main eventer from that point on. Whereas if he just loses to Roman, you know, he's just back to being some mid-card guy chasing the U.S. title. I mean, could you make that match at, at in Montreal not for the title? If you don't want to change, I mean, could you Didn't find they, a way I to think make it? They already announced it was for the title. I think. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, I don't think there could be a non-title match at a WWE pay per view. Have they ever had the heavyweight champion not defend at a pay per view if he's on the show? I mean, well, like tag matches and stuff, but in a singles yeah. match would be. Yeah, I can't think of one. I'm sure it's happened, but I can't think. WCW definitely did it. Yes. Sometimes they wouldn't even tell you it wasn't a title match until after the finish. <laughs> yeah. 
Starcade '96, guys, classic moment. One of one of the, one of the m- many WCW classic moments. <laughs> um, look it up; it's a real thing. Um, I yeah, I. Well, they again, also... I get it. I, I think that I think they're going to treat. I think they're going to protect Sammy enough that he's going to come out of this strong. And I think, um, I think we're all going to be living the American nightmare together. Well, or do, they could also do this, where it could be kind of you know where, of course, the Daniel Bryan going on to win in WrestleMania 30 was clearly not the story, and they built into it. But could they have learned something about that? And actually said, well, no, we are building it because I don't think it's impossible. You could do a fuck finish in Montreal of some kind, right? And then do something like Usos against Kevin and Sammy night one, Roman against Cody night one, and then Roman against Sammy if he can beat the Usos night two. It's for the title. If he still has it, it's not, you know, they could do something like that where you could have Cody still take the title night one, but the bigger money match actually being night two, even if it's not for the title, which is to get Sammy to finally beat Roman. They are, they are also, they seem to have been talking about doing like splitting the two titles. So that would Mm -hmm. be the other opportunity. Yeah. Would be, you do both matches. Um, Have Roman. I have Roman main event two nights in a row. Why not? But also have Sammy fight two nights. I mean, Roman, Roman, like, what Okada is to New Japan is nothing compared to what Roman is to WWE, right? If you look at, like, their main event scene, for most of their fans' lifetimes, probably, except for, you read the reports, the average age is, like, 56. But, like, Roman has been the unequivalent not there is no second banana on a top guy for legitimately a decade basically like he's hogan he's cena like are you saying in 1987 if wrestlemania wasn't two nights vince wouldn't have had hogan main event both nights i think he would have i i mean and it's not like the level of match he's having is like some new japan craziness like Roman's had to work two two house shows in a row before. This is something he could do. He could handle this. But but again, to that point, like he is a freakish genetic freak athlete monster. Like, um, he's not gonna have to wrestle sixty minutes like Okada two nights in a row. He can wrestle a decent twenty five at a pretty good clip. Like Roman Reigns is physically capable of pretty much anything. He's about as close to we have as a real life superhero and i will say i remember man when i first got back into wwe around the time of the daniel bryan wrestlemania storyline mm-hmm. um i got really into the shield like the shield immediately grabbed me yep. specifically roman reigns i was a huge roman guy and around that time i it was they were doing SummerSlam at the staples center and i for whatever reason, didn't attend. And we were walking around a not great part of town. And I remember somebody saying like, we probably shouldn't be here. And I said, don't worry. Roman Reigns is in town. Nothing can happen to us. (laughs) Because he was my Superman. And uh, I I still stand by that. He would have swooped from the sky, beat the shit out of, he would have fucking Dilf Boyd, whatever criminal was trying to. Superman punch. Yeah. (laughs) 
And that's why WWE should make as much money off Roman as possible. Because if Dwayne comes back, it's not going to be to wrestle a match with Roman. It's going to be to take Roman to Hollywood. He already did it a little bit with Hobbs and Shaw, right? Like at some point, Papa Dwayne is bringing Roman to Hollywood and he's never coming back. Okay. You brought him up. I got to do it. I fucking hate the rock guys. This is not. Yeah. I'm going to fucking say it. My wife has had to listen to this for a few weeks now. The 30th and final episode of the the rebooted (laughs) predetermined. He gets it shut down on us. Um, No, I. How many times did you see Hobbs and Shaw in the theater? 14. Okay. Continue. (laughs) Four of which were in a single day in the same seat. Um, (laughs) No, I've like, I have just so turned on the rock (laughs) like he used to be my guy for so long through wrestling and then when he started doing movies it was like the rock's got a movie out i go see that movie and you know what nine times out of ten that movie sucks but i still see it anyway and tell people you gotta see the new rock movie he makes hobbs and shaw which is exactly the movie i've always wanted him to make it's awesome and now it's the one fucking movie he doesn't want to make a sequel to uh what the fuck what an asshole wait is that a real thing they're not making a sequel to that oh yeah they've pretty much said that's probably not happening at this point is that the reason you've turned on him garrett it was the beginning of the end (laughs) all right that's Um, a fairly valid reason i he makes such shitty movies and then let's see where where was i going with this i don't know i i talked to somebody because he's he's making a movie right now and somebody I know was working on it and said that somebody that like always works on his movies is like, Oh, he's picked up a a bad habit from Vin Diesel that he has started not showing up to set on time. And I don't think that he started doing that because of Vin Diesel. I think it's because the rocks running like several like multi-billion dollar businesses. Like I remember when his tequila came out, uh, he said in the first, he said to give you an idea of how much this tequila company's worth. He said when George Clooney started his tequila company in the first year, it sold a hundred thousand cases and sold for a billion dollars. And the rock said to give you an idea, my company in the first year sold 500,000 cases of tequila. So <laughs> mine's the rock is like legitimately very fucking rich. Like, the Rock is Mark Cuban at this point. He isn't even an actor. Uh, these movies exist to get us to like him, to buy all this other shit that he's selling. Like, the movies don't even matter anymore. He doesn't give a shit. As Garrett cracks open a ZOA. <laughs> he didn't have anything to do with ZOA, did he? My new favorite energy drink. The hottest, fastest selling energy drink of all time. <laughs> I'll be there day one XFL. <laughs> you, you, uh, you know, you're bringing up some interesting points. I didn't really thought, I mean, just stay away from, you know, Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds and my precious, precious mint mobile. Well, <laughs> and so, that gin he makes. And I learned, I learned from the Grammys the other night that apparently, um, he and Adele are best friends. So if he's the one who told Adele, no, you should definitely go ahead and release that record in which you're like, I blame my child for all of how crappy my life is right now. Maybe, yeah, maybe Rock's a bad guy. Well, and then it, for the longest time, though, I always said 
if there's going to be a pro wrestler that figures out how to win an Oscar, it's going to be Dwayne. Sure. But as his movies have progressed, they're dog shit. Like he doesn't do anything. These movies suck and he keeps putting them out, but people keep seeing him. He's one of the biggest stars on the fucking planet. But then you look at Dave Batista and I bring this up because I posted on our Instagram. I saw the Batista M night Shyamalan movie and Batista has actually been doing interesting things as an actor, a guy who I never gave a fuck about as a wrestler, but is taking interesting roles and his, is actively working to be good <laughs> and seems to be a great fucking guy on all accounts. Like to me, big Dave has taken over the rock spot in my heart. I would rather hang out with big Dave tomorrow than I would the rock. I mean, I don't know. Did you see peacemaker? I think John Cena has got to at least be in the conversation too. He's being his authentic self. It's true. He is very good. But that being said, like, I remember Batista was on WTF like six years ago or something, and he was talking about doing all these straight-to-video movies, but he's doing like a shitty straight-to-video movie where he's on set with Robert De Niro all day. And he says that he spends the whole time picking his brain so he can see what he can learn from him. And just like Jimmy Lloyd did. Where is Jimmy Lloyd's energy drink? (laughs) (laughs) Where is his, you know, batch uh, bourbon? He's he's like, guys, when you're done with a hard day, you just got to light up a Newport and take a big swig of meat juice. Or what did we say? (laughs) What was the name? Meat sauce. (laughs) Meat sauce. (laughs) So, yeah, I have turned on Dwayne. He can go to hell. (laughs) that's that's it i don't need to see Dwayne anymore unless unless if Dwayne's like garrett i'm sorry i hear you i need to do better i know i'm like doing great i've got these billion dollar companies i should just be on fucking shark tank now being the new guy who brings you out the scrub daddy but uh i will make you hobbs and shaw too and i'll say good okay fine you know what garrett though let's be honest he doesn't need to make hobbs and shaw too all he needs to do is just beat the ever living shit out of Dilf Boy in front of you. I think that we would at the hamburger it. store. <laughs> at a hamburger store, it can be a hamburger store in L.A. or Hawaii or something. It doesn't have to be. In Dilf- it was at a Burger King in Hollywood, and Dilf Boy got a little too handsy trying to get an autograph. <laughs> <laughs> here's now. Here's here's the other question now, Garrett. Let, let me propose this to you. How are you feeling about The Rock if next year, WrestleMania, it's The Rock versus not Roman Reigns, Logan Paul? I'd rather see The Rock. I, no, I'd rather see Logan Paul versus uh, Roman Reigns, too, than The Rock. I oh. don't think that The Rock has a good match like that in him. I think it's what's funny is that the real worker in that match is going to be fucking Logan Paul. I know. <laughs> well, to be fair. <laughs> The real worker in any match Logan Paul is in is Logan Paul. And and Ricochet can write that in ink. <laughs> Logan Paul, like, in four matches, he's done more athletically than The Rock ever did. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I liked The Rock for a really long time. Like, I will still love The Old Rock. I will watch Hobbs and Shaw and not think twice about it. 
but uh, he's he's been on my fucking nerves lately. <laughs> and then, and I had cut to get off? off my chest. Is there a cutoff like after Hobson Shaw? Is there is 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 Hobson Shaw the last rock thing you'll watch? The Jumanji movies were very funny. Okay, you'll still watch those. But are like, we now all as a podcast are we now on Team Vin Diesel? No. Mm, well, yeah, because he's still in the goddamn movies. I don't and know. I'm going to catch still... up and watch some Young Rock. Honestly, he, he he's oh. Groot. He's in that garden, that next Guardians of the Galaxy movie with Batista. So we know who Batista likes better. Yeah, and actually, Batista did get offered Fast and Furious and turned it down, and we're pretty sure that's why John Cena entered the universe. Mm. Was that because of Vin, or was that because of The Rock? Uh, it's because I think he didn't he didn't want to like follow in the Dwayne footsteps. He's Batista's trying to carve his own path, and uh, you know what? Knock in the knock on the cabin, whatever that was. The it was fine. It was fine. It's a it's a perfectly fine. It's Hollywood's favorite kind of movie to make. One where people are stuck in one room for the whole goddamn thing. But Batista does monologues, and this is the first time you get I, that. I loved him in the Ryan Gosling Blade Runner movie. That that movie fit but is just dope as shit. And uh his his part, which is is not huge, but is very important at the beginning, amazing. His finest work. He wears glasses to make sure it's serious, which I think he does in the new movie too, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah, tiny glasses are how Batista shows he's serious. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Chris? Do you have? Is anybody gonna defend Dwayne here? Because like I am, I'm taking shots, and the podcast is gonna get canceled. I honestly don't think you're you're taking that hard of shots here, Garrett. You're just like his movies aren't great. Doesn't matter, quite honestly. It's The Rock. Everyone's gonna watch the movies. The movies have mostly not been good. Um, I still love the guy. Still going to vote for him for president. Well, it's like Taylor Swift. What are you even voting for? We don't know. He is fucking MAGA butcher, but, but not for nothing. You're, you're talking about how he's focused on all these other businesses. He's making money. I mean, he told us like, again, the, the, he told us this, right? He's corporate rock. He's the biggest bad guy and everyone cheered him anyway. He, they always say that that's just, you turned up to 11, right? He's always been the corporate champ. And yet somehow the people's champ. Mm-hmm. He's it's one impressive. Dixie sugar penis snort away from just, uh, just being another corporate douche. Yeah. Yeah. But have you seen, have you seen the, those veins rock ain't taken in any Dixie crystal, whether it's sugar or anything else that that body is clean. He's not having I mean, a soda. Steroids. He's not sucking it up as peel. The <laughs> exactly. rock is sugar free. Yeah. But he knows. You're right, facts. He definitely knows what halftime is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he's got that halftime money. He know he knows the contours of Shania Twain's vagina <laughs> far better than I know literally what my own face looks like. Oh man, I feel like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I will just say, I just uh, one one brief non sequitur. Uh, we were talking about Batista. And then it flashed back to me that Fax and I were there to watch Batista wrestle Triple H at WrestleMania. And honestly, it was such a weird, I, I, like, I thought I was dreaming it. And then I realized, no, that's a true thing that I was remembering. And I wasn't just fake remembering it, but it doesn't seem like something that should be a real memory. Wait, was that Anyways, the, guys, that match sucked. Was that so. at the MetLife one with Rousey yes. headlining? Mm-hmm. Like it was a big deal that Dave came back 
basically because people liked him from other things now. Yep. Well, and it was very clear he was coming in for just this, right? It wasn't like he was going to be a real contender. It was like a sideshow. But yeah, then there's like, again, not a good match, but like pliers and and jewelry being removed, piercings. Just all around bizarre. Yeah. All I'm saying stuff. is this time next year, you're going to see Big Dave in The Whale 2. He's going to be in the 600-pound suit that Brendan Fraser was in. And he's going to win a goddamn Oscar and he will be our first wrestler to do so. And his, the daughter will be played by Delph boy. (laughs) (laughs) Who got his dick cut off in the cheeseburger restaurant uh, a couple months later. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else? Sorry, Jimmy Lloyd. It's not going to be you. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy went out for that role. And he got a call back, but just wasn't good enough. You went with Dilf Boy? <laughs> no, he, he got the call back, but he turned it down because it he had plans in Rochester that night. Well, Dilf Boy is better at crying on cue. All he has to do is get punched in the head by a 60-year-old man. And uh, the tears just immediately start coming. Schlack even coming and is like, he's fucking crying already. <laughs> After the first punch. Do you think Nick Gage could turn Dilf Boy into a Dilf Man? Yes. The thing is, he could, but does Nick Gage want to? No. Nick Nick Gage doesn't have time for that shit. I think if Dilf Boy just paid for a cameo every day from Nick Gage, Nick Gage would go along with it and eventually he'd get there. Well, if one thing we know about Dilf Boy, it sounds like he doesn't pay up. Uh, so good luck getting the cameo money out of him. Jesus Christ. This has been a weird episode guys. Um, honestly, these are the episodes I live for. I, <laughs> yeah, I love Fax the- and I are probably going to go watch a wrestling show this weekend. We'll have wrestling to talk about next week and not just what we watched on the XPW TV show. What, uh, what wrestling are you going to? The Jersey J cup. Oh fuck! We I forgot you guys are actually going to that. That's that's the plan. We don't know if we're going to make the whole thing or just the the evening show. Yeah that 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 first show lineup is not the best. So we might just we might just, just might skip, hit the finals. Hit the hit the, yeah hit the hit the uh, the the night session. Um, How do you get the first one though? Like it seems like Speedball Gresham is almost worth the price of admission. I don't know. I they, they wrestled in was Detroit or Columbus last year and it was okay. Uh I think that's one of the see it wasn't $50 yet. That was one that I was like I don't think I'm going to pay the 14 bucks and watch. But now, now you've got it for free. And Along I could with, actually go back and check that out and yeah. see if it's worth you guys time. Well, exactly. and part, and part of it is that there's that gap in between. So we might just hang out at my place and watch XPW. Like we can, we can watch on fight plus and then we'll go for the finals. Yeah. Just, just one thing. Don't forget guys. Rate review, subscribe. Predetermined podcast on Instagram at Chris Miggs on Instagram at Gartet on Instagram at Jimmy Lloyd's IMDB page. And don't forget, put a little Dixie crystal on your halftime. What's it going to hurt you? If Hardy won't do it, you should. Anything that Hardy does, you can do better. And you probably should just 
just go for it. Put a little dick to crystal on your halftime. Hit our goddamn music. (laughs) 